Hi, welcome to Hold the Light, a podcast for lifelong learners who are curious about the ways we can deepen our connection to our spiritual and personal growth. I'm Lori Gunning-Grossman. Through solo episodes and interviews, I curate ideas, inspiration, and solutions to help expand and evolve our lives. Think of this show as a mix of information, application, and transformation. I'm here to hold the light for the light holders of the world. Let's get started. Let's talk about uncertainty and the void. What do you do when you're facing uncertainty? Facing the unknown, the void. Author Bob Goff shares this. Embrace uncertainty. Some of the most beautiful chapters in our lives won't have a title until much later. Or as Eckhart Tolle says, if uncertainty is unacceptable to you, it turns into fear. If it is perfectly acceptable, it turns into increased aliveness, alertness, and creativity. So the question is, how can we learn to embrace uncertainty or the unseen? How can we embrace what feels like a void? This is a question I've asked myself many times after being laid off from my job of nine and a half years back in March. When I was laid off, it immediately opened the door of uncertainty in my life. Uncertainty around the future, finances, stability, and my career. I imagine that many of you listening right now have faced or are facing a void or uncertainty about something in your life. Many, like me, have had a change in their careers. Many are caring for ailing parents. Many are facing an empty nest. Many are entering their second half of life and are wondering about their what's next. Many are worried about the uncertainty of politics, our climate, our communities, our schools, our resources, including our most important resource of all, time. So we're faced with two choices. We could worry and turn the uncertainty into fear, or we can do as Eckhart Tolle expressed and accept the uncertainty, turning it into increased aliveness, alertness, and creativity. I first read about the concept of embracing the void when I read The Freedom Transmissions, a book by renowned psychic medium Carissa Schumacher. The book features transmissions and teachings from Yeshua, who Carissa channels, offering a pathway to help elevate our lives, unburden us from unnecessary suffering, strengthen our faith and sense of wholeness, help us move from blame to forgiveness, and restore balance and peace within us. I talk about this book in a previous episode, so I will link to it in the show notes. As described in the Freedom Transmissions, a void is not to be feared. It says that a void is a period in which many expectations and assumptions are leveled. It is a period of a bit of chaos or change that comes to restore order and truth to your life. It is a period for closing out the old and exploring the new and that if we try to fight or rush through a void, we'll struggle, and the void will persist longer. The book goes on to say that a void is a time to push off from old shores, safety zones, comforts, escapes, and illusory hopes to allow for your spirit to create the path for new possibilities. A void is an unknown space of destruction and deconstruction to make space for conscious creation. To move beyond it requires a period of humility 
courage, and faith as you move through this rapid evolution and change that can come as a byproduct. And fighting a void or walling in a void will cause further despair and anger. It is like swinging punches when blind at an enemy that is not there. Your mind just thinks it is. Allowing for the void and reaching for the star within it frees you to utilize it for what it is, a period of death and rebirth into balance and peace. The message about the miracle of surrendering to the unknown is that it gives us power and that within the unknown live sparkly possibilities. Voids are not a time of solving. They are times of gestating and resolving. When I spoke with Natalie Miles, a psychic medium here on the podcast, about voids and endings, Natalie said that endings are a time of integration, integrating what was and honoring the ending of what was, and then asking for the clarity of what's next, and to really take this time to get clear and ask ourselves, what are my values? How do I really want to earn my money? What kind of people do I want around me? And where do I want to live in the world? So instead of seeing a void as a big open cavern of nothingness where you feel like you're suspended in space, she says that it's actually seeing that you have the space around you, but you are held and supported in that. As if you are held on the most comfortable sofa that you can imagine, and you're floating on a cloud that's helping you move from A to B, and that it's a time of refinement, that everything isn't so big and daunting and scary. She says that when she has that overwhelmed feeling of uncertainty, of wondering what's next, what helps her is to bring her attention back to the present moment. Where am I at today? What can I do today? What tiny thing can I do that feels like a movement forward? Is it sending an email or getting out into nature or getting extra sleep? It's honoring where you're at in the transition. If you're currently in a void, what are you choosing right now? Fear or acceptance? Can you choose courage and curiosity as you sit in the unknown? So the question remains, how can we move into acceptance? How can we embrace uncertainty? How can we choose courage and curiosity? I believe in a few things that can help. Number one, meditation. Commit to or dig even deeper into a meditation practice. I'm going to say it. I think this is one of the most important things that we can do when sitting in a void. Meditation can help us feel grounded, connected. It can help with anxiety and to help us know ourselves. As Dr. Joe Dispenza says, the main purpose of meditating is to remove your attention from the environment, your body, and the passage of time so that what you intend, what you think, becomes your focus instead of these externals. You can then change your internal state independent of the outside world. Meditating is also a means for you to move beyond your analytical mind so that you can access your subconscious mind. So it's no longer allowing ourselves to be ruled by outside circumstances. We sit and meditate to connect to something greater than ourselves, to connect to our infinite power, to get ourselves out of survival emotions, and to place our awareness on what we hope to create in our future. For me, as I face uncertainty, my meditation practice has been a grounding force in keeping me centered and from veering too far off into fear-based thinking. Number two, write. Get your thoughts, feelings, 
worries, and ideas out on paper. It can help immensely. Even when I sometimes feel like I have nothing to write about, when I put pen to paper, I'm often surprised about what comes out. Julia Cameron, author of The Artist's Way, recommends three pages of longhand stream of consciousness writing done first thing in the morning. This is her bedrock tool that many people have adopted throughout the years. As she says, morning pages are about anything and everything that crosses your mind, and they are for your eyes only. Morning pages provoke, clarify, comfort, cajole, prioritize, and synchronize the day at hand. Do not overthink morning pages. Just put three pages of anything on the page, and then do three more pages tomorrow. So if this feels like a lot to you, just start with one page and then challenge yourself to work up to three. Try this for a month and see how it feels. Let your journal hold any of your fears or concerns so that you don't have to carry them around with you. Number three, connect with something greater than yourself that you can believe in. This is something that's been new to me in the past couple years, embracing the belief that I'm supported and guided by something greater than myself. You can call it Source, the Universe, Yeshua, the Divine Feminine, Angels, or your spirit team. It's the feeling that you're not alone and you're connected to something beyond what you can actually see. As Dr. Lisa Miller, author of The Awakened Brain, says, each of us is endowed with a natural capacity to perceive a greater reality and to consciously connect to the life force that moves in, through, and around us. In a nutshell, she says that we're hardwired for spirituality. Each of us has an awakened brain. We just need to engage it. She also says that spiritual awareness is a stance, not a transaction. There's never a guarantee that we're going to get what we want or what we thought we wanted. When we become spiritually aware through synchronicity, for example, which is about noticing and aligning ourselves with whatever life is showing us, it's a sign that despite the uncertainty, we are aligned with the force of life. And within that, we can find comfort that we're going to be okay. I hope that you have someone or a belief in your life that helps you feel supported and is holding the light for you. It's there for you. You're not alone. This connection is available for all of us. To know that we're actually being supported, this is where trust and faith comes into play. This is what can help us when facing uncertainty. Often, it's just encouraging ourselves to choose faith over fear, to allow ourselves to trust in the magical possibilities of the unseen in that vast, invisible field of infinite possibilities. It's turning our imagination to a better-feeling idea or thought. It's embracing a feeling of aliveness, alertness, and creativity. And it's choosing to believe that within the void is the unfolding of your next beautiful chapter. Thanks for listening. Keep holding the light. Thank you for listening to Hold the Light. For more information about this episode and the topics discussed, visit our show notes or find more at holdthelightcollective.com or on Instagram at holdthelightcollective. This podcast is produced by me, Lori Gunning-Grossman. Jonathan Grossman is our co-producer and all-around sound guru. He also wrote the original music. This podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio in Los Angeles, California. Finally, if you like the show, please rate, review, and share it with a friend. Let's share the light with each other.